Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for July 9th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. This is part 60, so 12 full weeks of teaching thus far on the, in this series, and I trust that it's been a blessing to you. We've been studying the life of Joseph. We're going to go back to that, st- that story today. The title of today's message is Seeing God in Everything. As a believer, listen, bad things are going to happen Uh, challenging times are going to come. You will experience more pain than you thought you could endure. But the key is seeing God in everything, in every situation, reminding yourself that God is still there, that he is ever present, that his hand is still on your life, that his grace is still on you. And because, listen, you will never face something. God will not allow you to face something that you can't handle. If you are facing it, that it is evidence that God trusts you with it and that you're like, oh, glo-. instead of saying, woe is me, you can look at the situation and say, wow, it's me. And look at what God trusts me with now. 10 years ago, this would have destroyed me. 15 years ago, this would have crushed me. But God, I guess you 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 think I can handle this thing and you trust me with this now. It's, it's greater than anything I've ever faced, but God is on me and in me and with me and for me. And so I'm going to keep the right perspective. I'm going to keep the proper attitude. I'm going to through this. Why? Because with God, I can do all things. Let's get into it. I'm going to start preaching now. Glory to God. Uh, We've been looking at James 1, 2 through 4 as our foundational scripture. The Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, and look at me, look at me, there's somebody right now who's facing nothing but difficulties. You should see it as an invaluable opportunity, the Bible says, to experience the greatest joy that you can in the middle of your pain. You can have joy. You can have a spring in your step. You can have a praise on your lips in the middle of a difficult situation. For you know that when your faith is tested, it develops inside of you the power to endure all things. And then when this patient endurance grows inside of you stronger, 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 it releases perfection into every area, every aspect of your life to the point that one day you're going to wake up and there'll be nothing missing and nothing lacking. You are grown up as a believer and you can endure all things. Say amen to that. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says, everything is going to happen in your life at just the right time. And then Genesis 45. Now I'm going to read for you verses 4 through 8 from the Message Bible, and then we'll get into it for this morning. Joseph said, hey guys, come close to me. After he revealed himself, he says, listen, I am your brother Joseph. I'm the one that you sold as a slave into Egypt. But don't feel bad. Don't blame yourselves. Listen, God's hand was behind all of this stuff. God sent me here ahead of you to save lives. There has been a famine in the land now for two years. And guess what? The famine is going to keep going for five more years. So there won't be any plowing or any harvesting for five more years. God sent me ahead of you to pave the way and to make sure that there was a remnant in the land to save your lives. Watch this. God sent me here to save your lives as an amazing act of deliverance. So you see, it wasn't even, yeah, I got you. You guys did me bad, 
But listen, God's hand was working through the whole thing. God sent me here almost like a father to Pharaoh. He put me in charge of everything, even his personal affairs. Listen, God has made me the ruler of Egypt and the hand of God was through the whole thing, right? So I'm saying seeing God in everything is critical uh, to to your success, is critical to, to walking in faith and patience. So what does this mean to you today? So I have four things to share with you on today. And as I get into these four things, this is where I want you now to rid yourself of every distraction, like lean in, lock in. Four things. Number one, here we go. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. Listen, sometimes bad things happen to good people. I would love to tell you that once you're born again, once you're walking with God, that everything is going to be easy, but it's not. That would be a flat out lie. The truth is that for you to become the man, the woman that God called you to be, and for you to realize the dream that God put in your heart, listen, you are going to have to endure more than you thought you could. You are going to have to overcome more than you ever thought you can handle. You are going to have to rely on God to get you through these tough times. You will have to lean on God every step of the way. And the good news is that the hand of God is on your life. The good news is that his grace is on you to do it. Without God, you cannot. But with God, you can do all things. Say amen to that. Number two, in every godly story, there's a person who had to endure by God's grace more or something that would have crushed others, right? So let me say it this way. In every godly story, and we love godly stories, but in these godly stories, there's something that would have destroyed other people. Let me explain. In the story of Joseph, we've been studying Joseph for a while. The, st the story of Joseph is amazing. We love the story. Movies, movies have been made about it. But for the story of Joseph to be amazing... Joseph had to endure being betrayed by his brothers, uh, living for years as a slave, being imprisoned for a crime he did not commit, and living without his family for 22 years. And that's part of walking with God. That's the part of walking with God that no one wants to talk about. That's the part of walking with God that no one wants to highlight. Let's talk about David. The story of David is amazing. But for David to become the king of Israel, he had to leave life as he knew it. He had to fight a giant, marry the king's daughter, survive multiple attacks from this doggone king, live as a fugitive, sometimes in caves for over a decade, and then fight for enemy armies. At his low point, his family was taken away from him. His village was burned down to the ground and his men wanted to kill him. I mean, like, that's the stuff that we don't want to talk about. For David to become David, he had to go through all of that. The story of Moses. Oh, it's amazing. I love Moses. We saw the Ten Commandments. We saw the movie. It was great. Yeah, but for Moses to become Moses, he had to be disconnected from his mother before he was one years old, right? He, 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 he was born with a death sentence looming over his head. He was forced to live in the house of the man that wanted him dead, Pharaoh. Uh, he was raised in a, as an Egyptian but he knew he wasn't one. He never really fit in. He killed a man unjustly and he wound up living in the desert for 40 years. So he lived in the desert for 40 years in exile before God called him to lead the people out of uh, his people out of Egypt. Right. The whole let my people go situation. So nobody wants to talk about all that stuff he went through. The story of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. Oh, my God. You know, we, we preach it and we, we say Jesus stood there, says, roll the stone away. 
He said, Lazarus. And he called them by name because if he would have just said, get up, everybody, the whole cemetery would have got up. He called them Lazarus and he popped up like a mummy and he had been dead for four days and his body was stinking and rigor mortis had set in and he popped up like a money mummy and he still had dead stuff wrapped around him. And he said, loose that man and let him go. And we preach it and it sounds good. And all of that is good. But for this story to be preached, we, a lot of people want to ignore the fact that Mary and Martha and Lazarus had to endure some stuff. And Mary and Martha loved Jesus and they had to sit there wondering, why did this happen? Listen, we sent word to Jesus. Matter of fact, he don't even need to come. Wherever Jesus is, all he needs to say is healed and you're healed. Don't worry, baby. Uh, we already sent word to Jesus. They're put, putting water on his head. They're, they're talking to their brother. They don't say, don't worry. Every time Jesus comes to Jerusalem, he, he stays in our house. There's no way that this is, there's no way you're going to die. I mean, other people could die, but there's no way you're going to die. And, the, and so there's a story. Mary and Martha had to endure all of this. Lazarus had to die. His body had to stay dead for four days. Mary and Martha had to have a funeral. Mary and Martha had to go through grieving. So yeah, it's cool that we like to preach the story, but we forget that there was a family that had to endure what they had to endure in order for the glory of God to be manifested. When we read the story of Joseph and David and Moses and Lazarus and others, we often forget that these were real people who had to deal with real pain in order for these things to happen. And while God did not necessarily make these bad things happen, it's not like God made Joseph's brothers, you know, sell him as a slave. It wasn't like God did this and get, did that. He was able to take the bad things that happened and turn it around for their good. So you should learn two things from this. Number one, God never said it would be easy. Let me say that again. God, look at me. God never said, hey, son, hey, daughter is going to be easy. God never said it would be easy. Number two, God is with you every step of the way. So, so when people read the story of your life, when the story of your life is read, people are going to be amazed at all the things that you did. But somehow, I'm telling you, they're going to overlook. Like They're going to be amazed at all the things that God did through you, but somehow they're going to overlook all the challenges that you had to endure in order to become the man, the woman that God has called you to be. Because for whatever reason, we like to focus on the on the mountaintop moments, but we don't focus on the valleys. And you have to endure the valleys to get to the next mountaintop. And so you have to endure the valley to get to the next mountaintop. So yeah, there are going to be some mountaintop moments in your life, but there's going to be some valley moments too. And in those moments, you got to remind yourself that God is with you. Say amen to that. Number three, God can work with any anything that happens to you, good or bad. Now, so this is, this is key. I'm not saying that God makes these things happen, but he can work with it. Once again, God didn't make Joseph's brothers turn on him. God didn't make Saul want to kill David. God didn't uh, make uh, Moses make the mistake that led to him spending 40 years in the wilderness. And actually Moses went to the wilderness twice, 40 years the first time. And then he was part of the, the second 40 years too. God didn't put the sickness on Lazarus. God didn't do these bad things. But God took the bad things and turned them around for his good. As the years went by, as bad thing after bad thing happened to Joseph, I know that God was speaking to Joseph and saying, son, I have purpose in all of this. I, I, can, I can work my purpose in all of this pain. Through the painful situations, the purpose of God was still being manifested. This doesn't mean that God was making the bad things happen, right? So the brothers did it with bad intentions. The brothers did it, and they did it with bad intentions. In Genesis 50 and 20, Joseph acknowledged that. He said, listen, you guys meant this thing for evil, right? He said, you meant it for evil, but God turned it around 
for my good. So this doesn't mean that when something bad happens to you, God did it. No, but God can take whatever is happening to you, good or bad, and he can turn it around for your good. So keep the right perspective. Greater is coming for you. And number four, and finally, last point for today. If you have the right perspective, then what happened to you can actually wind up happening for you. Let me say that again. If you have the right perspective, then what happened to you can actually wind up happening for you. So God never said, like I said, that life is going to be easy. He never promised a pain-free path to your purpose. But what kept Joseph through 22 years of being disconnected with his family was his faith in God. He knew that in the end, God's dream was still going to come to pass. And this is what the series is all about. It's about faith and patience. Faith and patience are critical to godly living. Bad things, look at me, look at me, lean in. I hate to tell you, but bad things are going to happen to you. People will rise up against you. There, there, there will be some, some things are going to happen. Sometimes uh, things are going to happen and, and it will seem harder than it needs to be, like unnecessarily difficult. Challenges will come wave after wave after wave. But in the end, the only way you can lose is if you quit. Look at me, look at me. The only way you can lose is if you quit. If you give up, if you cave in, if you quit, then you tie God's hands because God is not going to force you to be blessed. God is not going to force you to, to maximize the purpose and the potential that he placed in you before the world began. God is not going to make you do it. So you have to, for God to, to fully operate in your life, you must cooperate with him. But if you decide right now, you decide I'm going to keep going. You decide I'm going to embrace the grace of God that is all my life. You decide, you know what God's purpose is going to happen. Then you are going to, you're going to keep going. God's grace will empower you to overcome it. And one day you're going to look back in amazement and you're going to tell your spouse, babe, oh my God, can you believe all the stuff we've been through? Can you believe, like you're going to look back and you will be amazed. You will, you will look at stuff that you, you think, listen, you think that should have killed me. That should have crushed me. That should have destroyed me. But it didn't because I kept going and God's hand is on my life. So please, please don't quit. Don't quit. If you say yes, God will say, let's go. If you say yes, God will say, let's go. It's not going to be easy, but greatness is never easy. If you keep going, you will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased and greater is coming for you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this. Say, Father, I acknowledge your sovereignty in all things. I don't blame you for the bad things that happen to me because there is a devil and the enemy gets a vote. But I do look to you, Father, for revelation in every situation. Your insight helps me to maintain the proper perspective and the right attitude. I look beyond problems and those who cause them. People are not my issue. Situations are not my issue. I fix my eyes on you, which is why I keep saying greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and 
prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I know this is a message you need to watch again. I know this is a message. If it, you, you, you need to get this down in your heart. You need to get this down in your spirit. You need to send this to somebody. Eat, call your girlfriend, uh, you know, text your boy, say, listen, you need to watch this thing. Uh, you need this message. This is something that encouraged me already. I'm going to watch it again myself. Get this message down in your spirit. See God in everything. Keep the proper perspective. Keep going. The best is yet to come. Leave me some comments in the chat. If this message has been a blessing to you, share this on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I will see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.